I was there. I don't have to listen to it. This week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Delmarva. I am Todd from GoodCleanFunLife.com. And I am Tony Russo, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Delmarva, a podcast about life and culture on the Delmarva Peninsula. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink because I have to live here. And I've been drinking a lot lately because I've been oh, living good. here a lot lately. That's good. That's good. Me too. Burning through gin at a terrifying rate. Um, I have all sorts of anger that when I said burning through gin, I remembered about, and now I'm angry again. So we're going to oh, try good. to put a, put a pin in that for now and see if we have to get to the angry stuff. Um, each week, we, uh, we like to talk about a sponsor and who's a who's a who's a local business that we like and mostly it's just us and this time it's todd's turn so let's talk about good clean fun life productions yes good clean fun life productions we were just talking before we got on air a little bit about uh ever-changing strategies of facebook ads uh whether people actually see them uh we may have talked about it before on the show i i had every intention and actually started to listen to last week's show today Oh, wasn't really, but, oh, okay. Definitely not. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, we, uh, as a small marketing uh, in the digital realm uh, company, my wife and I uh, try to stay on top of everything that's happening in that space. And, um, you know, mostly just kind of focus on creating good content. Uh, Natalie is a website developer for Many small businesses, lots of bars and restaurants, and some other not so fun or sexy things uh, as well, like a lawyer's plumbing. office, huh? Plumbing, plumbing, but we do our best to make that fun and sexy. Uh, it really was, yeah. I was going to say you did the naked pictures of the plumbing guys, so. <laughs> and and uh, teaser, uh, spoiler, you'll hear it here first. We're doing a 2024 calendar uh, with that with that same group. So that is splendid. I, I think. Uh, I think. It may be one of those things where uh, the behind-the-scenes photo uh, video shoot is is going to be just as popular as the uh, the calendar itself. But uh, I don't know, fun stuff like that is, is great. And I, you know, like I always say, is you know, you have to, if your website is the shingle uh, for your business, your sign on your front door, um, you know, the the stuff that the pictures, the video, and the content that you put in it. Uh, needs to be of the highest quality in order to, you know, make the window dressing of that shingle, uh, uh, you know, complement your business. So that's what we focus on: authentic, real, and uh, quality. So, how rare is it in your experience? I'll, I will occasionally get a Facebook return on Google. It'll say, you know, if I'm looking for a business. Sometimes it'll take me to a Facebook page, but normally it says this company doesn't have a website. And that's something that I'm always like, really? Yeah. like, How could you not have a website? How could you not have a website? I was, I was privileged to cover a uh, technology think tank for the funeral business over the, uh, over the last, uh, last week or so. And, you know, so many of the things that they're saying are so many of the things that I've been saying. So, of course, it struck my ego and that and that helped. But I didn't know this. Hardly any funeral homes update their websites like ever. 
Like they yeah. get a funeral, they get a website that comes with their casket provider, gives them a free website for a year's con something like that. You know, they get free websites and they just kind of leave them alone. And what the um what the speakers were saying is when someone who doesn't know what funeral home to go to types funeral homes into Google, you know, unless they type funeral homes near me, they're gonna pick up the site that comes with the most traffic. Yeah. You know, and it was talking about how uh, another woman was talking about how cultivating Google reviews is so critical because that is really the only place like unless you go to Yelp to look for a restaurant and that let's that's over. No one really does that anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah no, Yelp, no, no, no one worth any <laughs> no one worth a damn. would. Yeah, would they're done. Deal. Like people Google where's the nearest restaurant, you know, Google what restaurants are near me. And what always comes up are the stars. You know, the, the the stars come up right next to the restaurant. And if there are two restaurants next to one another and one has a one star and one has a four star or even a three star or even a two and a half star, you yeah. know, it's 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 going to make a difference. And I don't think people take that seriously enough when they when they neglect their websites and um, in an attempt to be on social media. And that is increasingly the big question. How? How much do you want to be an influencer and how much do you want to have a business? And if right. your business isn't if your business isn't influencing, then everything that you do should really be just designed to drive traffic to your website because Facebook will not give you traffic. It will give you exposure, but not traffic. It's like when people offer to let me to write for free for my for exposure. It's yeah, yeah. I can. But yeah. after a while. You can't take exposure to the bank. Well, and it's also those people who are going to do that, are, you know, are undervaluing your your skill set from the beginning and are not. And, and it's a weird uh, cycle that won't get the return if they don't value it anyway. You know, like, you know, you can I can make a free video for somebody, but if you don't realize that that video needs to go on every platform and uh and be sliced and diced and on the website and and all that sort of thing, uh you're not going to you're not going to be able to maximize that. Yeah, and the the thing that has been uh tough for me to notice increasingly is that the people who are most successful on Facebook are people who are selling courses about how to be successful on Facebook. And yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's really kind yeah. of selling one another hats yeah, uh, kind of situation. And I'm just, I don't know how much longer it will last. I don't think much longer. I think once, I think once Google cuts off the cookies next year, it's going to be a tough world for, uh, for people who are trying to advertise to target advertise. Yeah, um, I, although I haven't written to my friends in a while, and I'm so sorry, I also haven't written any letters recently, uh, but I, I believe more in my email newsletter than I believe in anything else. It gets me the most return. Um, the most people come to my website. I mean, Facebook is second, but the, the website, the, the email newsletter gets me the most, even our email newsletter, you know, drives, we, we have, more more people listen to the show than read it, but more people are reading the newsletter when I bother to write things. And so that's cool. I've got to remember to write things. 
Yeah. Um, and, and the unique thing about email marketing is uh, everything is just fed to us so passively, mm. you know, through the feed, uh, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, but with email marketing, you uh, have to, you're actively clicking on, on that, that title, uh, you know, to go a step further. So you're already invested and that's, and that's why it's one of those very important things. And if you don't want to see it, you're not being bothered. Like, right. you know, there are so many newsletters that I am subscribed to that I delete 60% of them, but yeah. I'm waiting for something specific. And when I right. see a specific thing, I, I, I don't want to go looking for it. You know, I, 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 and this is newsy, newsy kind of thing. So yeah, no, I, I'm the same way. <laughs> and then that, that, that's, that's, what's been making me think about whether or not Facebook ads are really worth it for, you know, businesses that aren't Coca-Cola, like, how much money do you want to dump into Facebook and for what? Yeah. Like if, if you're not, and if you have like, you know, for example, uh, we were talking about the plumbing service, right? That That's not a bad business to be on Facebook, right? Because mm -hmm. people would be like, anybody know a plumber? And somebody could be like, tag ocean plumbing service. Seaside ocean, plumbing. Seaside plumbing. <laughs> I knew it wasn't, I knew it wasn't ocean, ocean. city, <laughs> I, but I, I knew it was water related besides yeah. the plumbing part. But you're right. That is probably where most of the traction comes is the, you know, somebody asks a recommendation and then people tag a, tag a business, but you know, it happens to us uh, frequently where somebody will be like, Oh, need a videographer for this, that, or the other, or, you know, website. And, um, and that's that sort of grassroots kind of uh, word of mouth marketing, right? That's always uh, yeah. held up as the best. So, um, yeah, that's a, and that's something that we pay a lot of attention to. And uh, actually, interestingly, something that I can say that we're exploring uh, is a lot of restaurants are moving to a new uh, POS system, point of sale system. Mm -hmm. uh, a very popular one is called Toast. So, you know, if you go to a restaurant, yeah. you see everybody and they have a handheld and like, you know, you can computer table from the from the sidewalk, all of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have a component that also helps it uh, or makes it very easy for restaurants to do email marketing. So we can set up a creative and good looking template. Uh, you have everybody's information because credit card information and, you know, address, email, all of that is going through that system. Mm -hmm. So you can, you know, target your email marketing. So like, all right, here are beer, bar customers, here are breakfast customers, you know, families, young adults, you know, that, that sort of thing. So, uh, and then you get more, and then, like you said, you subscribe to a couple newsletters, but like when you, when you get one that's targeted towards even more targeted towards you, um, you know, Bethany Blues having a bourbon special or right. a dinner or something like that. That's gonna perk my interest a bit, a bit more. So that's that's something we're working with uh, some of our clients on. That's that's very exciting. Good, good for you guys. Yeah. And and so that's the end of our commercial section. Um, <laughs> each week, exciting, exciting. It's well, you know what? We get into it and then we forget that we're still in an ad, kind of. <laughs> I mean, no one would reasonably call it an ad because sometimes it's 25 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> but until until somebody reaches out to sponsor us, that's that's what we're going to do. We're just going to continue to start the show by talking about our our, our livelihoods and then moving on from there. Mm -hmm. um, each week we talk about something cool that happened to us because we lived here or because we work here. Um, 
and we call it one cool thing. Do you have one cool thing? I forgot to ask before we before we even started. <laughs> I do. I think I have a good one too. A new restaurant uh, has opened in in Berlin here, and I I feel uh, very very good about this new restaurant. It's been a long time coming. It's called Four Ten Social. It's where the old Goobers was, uh, and then more recently, yeah, Burley Inn and Burley Tavern, um, right. which Goobers uh, was, you know, the diviest of dive. Well, no, Goobers was, yeah, no, Goobers was old Berlin. It was a cash only. Yeah, I, but see, I don't feel like it was a dive bar. It was like it was no, like it a, was a diner bar. It was a diner and basement bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I didn't even think of that as a bar. Like. You could get, like, I wouldn't order a real drink there. I mean, I would have a beer with lunch, but that wasn't. Yeah. Famously, I always like to say, uh, I went in there and written on, you know, it was just one, one mirror behind the bar and written in Sharpie or, you know, dry, ra- dry race was a uh, uh, dollar peach schnapps on Monday nights. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's the kind of bar it was. But then it, it evolved and. Uh, had a little bit more life and it became more of a, a, a dive bar um, of Berlin when it was the Burley Tavern. And, you know, sometimes had a kind of a, a positive honky tonk feel where you'd see, you know, pirates, the politicians uh, in there and everybody having a good time and loud music and, and, you know, greasy food. But uh, this, this latest uh, group that's come in here, a couple bartenders and, and family from the Fagers family, uh, not actual fake. They worked at Fagers. They're a couple bartenders, uh, who've gone in the business. Um, and they've, uh, created a real creative cocktail menu, uh, some great food that we've been able to, to sample. I mean, it just opened a week ago and then we, we've been there like five times. Oh, you know? Great. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's cool. It's hip. It's got some, uh, it's, you know, TVs for sports. They say that they're going to be doing the the soccer thing, uh, the English football premier leagues and, and that sort of thing, which I'm looking forward to uh, just for something a little bit different. And uh, I, I'm excited. I feel like uh, since COVID, you know, we, we have the old uh, staples of, uh, you know, the hotel and, and blacksmith and, uh, even Sterling Tavern up here at the end of the the road, but um, we've needed to. I'm, I'm anticipating this breathing a little bit more life into um, you know keeping keeping everybody's uh, work up to up to snuff. I feel like you know rising tide and all of that. I think it'd be good for the town and uh, the owners who have started it seem to be uh, taking every. Uh, you know, every measure to, to make it a great place. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that is super, super, super cool. Um, maybe I'll come to Berlin sometime. It's, it's been, it's been forever. And I've just, I, I'm the only, I haven't really quite recovered from COVID yet. I was thinking today um, about, I'm sorry, I wrote today briefly about our Def Leppard conversation. Yep. And I was thinking I'm never going to a concert again. Yeah, I would love to, but I can't. I'm not going to a concert again. And so then I was kind of doing in my head all what and then I'll probably go to a baseball game again. Yeah, that would be worth risking getting covid 
um, maybe I'll wait till there's another booster out and go right after the next booster or whatever. Right. But, um, but you know, concerts and, you know, bars are, bars are still tough for me. I'll, I'll go, but not for, I'll go, but not for no reason. And that is, that's, what's a little sad. And, and that's, that's what, that's what bothers me. Like, in the past, I would be like, hey, I'm going to go out and get a beer. And now I'm like, hey, I'm going to go in the liquor store and get a beer and sit in my backyard. Right. Um, and I, I'm not going places for just a beer anymore. I'm not. I If if a bunch of people are going to a thing, I'm going to go to a thing. Like I'm going to a conference in Baltimore in October. And I know I'm going to get sick when I go to that. But it's either you get sick or you stop working. And yeah. that's it's tough. That is really tough for me. Um, yeah. You know, they... When, when I got hired, they said, you will have to go to conferences if you get this job. And I'm like, well, it's better than starving. Um, and I really love my job. And uh, but I mean, you know, I'm going to be in a room with. Three to four thousand people who were at funerals the day before. Yeah, you know, there's there's it's a miracle. I didn't get it last time. So every time I don't get it, I'll, I'll consider it a little miracle. But I don't I don't hold out much hope which is why I, I don't see myself, you know, I went to a baseball game in Atlanta and that was, yeah. that was a lot of fun and I didn't get sick in Atlanta. So, well, and you, and you had a, you had a wedding, right. Uh, and you, that you're up in Jersey for, is that a wedding? A christening. Christening. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That was just my family though. That's usually a safer kind of, you know, that's sure. a different, that's a different kind of 50 people than 50 strangers in a bar for some reason. Um, but I don't want to get off on that. I, I just, I wanted to talk about, Oh, if you read our newsletter, let us know because I wrote something this week. I'll again, I'll try to write something every week. I there's a little kind of behind the scenes, really quick. I I process the audio and then I spend an entire week saying, "Are you going to send it out? Or are you going to write the newsletter? Are you going to send?" Like, no, I'll send it out tomorrow. I'll write the newsletter in the morning. And then this morning, I'm like, you know what? Just send it out. And then I realized that the title didn't make any sense at all without at least <laughs> what you wrote about at least what i wrote about so i had to write so hopefully i'll back myself into that corner again i would love to return to writing on sundays and sending out on mondays uh, we'll see how that happens but if you're if you're reading it let me know that it's that you like it or that you hate it and stop it especially if you hate it because if all you hate it then you know, I'll save yeah. myself the let us know. I'll save myself the effort. But if you don't say anything, I'm gonna keep writing it. So if you really hate it, make make sure to tell me. This is the <laughs> internet after all. Yeah, right. Uh, my one cool thing this week, uh, a couple things. I, I so I I got my um I took my daughter back to college and on my way back to on taking her back to college, she'd come home for uh something you don't care. And I listened to my cousin's podcast. Oh, fun! Because um, I told him I would, and it is it it is it is fun. I want to I want to I want to recommend it. It's called Peter and Sarah on the porch, or it's called On the Porch with Peter and Sarah. I think that's what it's called. It's called <laughs> on, on the, the porch. porch with Pete and Sarah. I like um, it. And essentially, they, they play Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> And so it's like someone playing trivial pursuit. It's it's almost like listening to Jeopardy. Yeah, you know no, that that's a great concept. And and so yeah, and so you listen and you're like, hi, I knew that one. Hi, I didn't know that one. That that kind of thing. So that it's it's fun and they're cute and they uh they sit on their porch. 
there's nature on their porch. So if nature sounds disturb you, um, it might not be for you. But other than the nature sounds, which I personally found, you know, fine. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't mind hearing, you know, the wind and the it's not it's not distracting. It's just, you know, there's birds chirping, you know, sometimes there's a rustle. But it's not like it's not like when you record in an open car and it's like, yeah, um, I hope that wasn't too awful. I just realized that I don't hear it <laughs> as bad as everyone else hears it when I we hear it when I blow directly into the microphone. Um, but I also and all of that was just to tell this quick story. And I wanted to plug a local business. Um, George Purdue's used cars. Mm. I've never bought a car from them, but that's where my kind of secret mechanic is. And this is just the right kind of kind of old style. Um, it's inexpensive and it's good work. And, you know, you're not going to necessarily like you tell him, I don't need this car back and he's going to take his time and, you know, it's going to save you money, but you're not going to, I've never had a problem. Um, this is my story about David Purdue, who runs the show now. I believe his father is George. One day my car was broken and I brought it in there and I was just going to walk to a nearby bar and wait for my wife to pick me up and because it was a thousand degrees. And he's like, hold on for a second. And he went under the car and he, the, the shortest way to put it is that my, the button that the clutch is supposed to hit was broken. Okay. Um, and he went under there and he said, I'm sorry, my car is a thousand years old. It's a 2000. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it is a 2000 Honda Civic, you know, quarter of a million miles on it. Yeah. And he comes out from under it and he's like, it's all fixed. And he was, I mean, he was maybe half an hour. Right. And he was sweaty and it was hot. And I'm like, what'd you do? He's like, well, I essentially made it so that you can start it in gear. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said that button, I guess we could replace it. It would cost a fortune. So just remember yeah. you're always in gear. Don't ever start the car without the brake on. That's and I'm like, funny. why would I ever start the car without the brake on? He's like, well, yeah, because otherwise, you know. Um, and so it was that kind of thing. It was just like an honest, like they wouldn't have done that for me at, I don't know, at the Honda. Yeah. At the Honda store, they would have said, we're going to have this piece flown in from Japan. It'll be $3.4 yep. million. Um, and if you don't want it to do the work, it'll be $600 because we looked at it and didn't do the work. Right, you know? right. And this, and this is just, just an honest guy doing, doing a great job. And, you know, he's busy as hell because word has been out for a long time that he's just a good dude who does good work, but he got my car fixed today. And I thought it was going to be like $1,200 because there was a lot of stuff I thought how to get done and it didn't. And it was like four. And I, I just, he made my day better by eight hundred dollars today. Yeah, yeah, and that's I, a good. And I feel good. like that deserves at least a little recognition. Absolutely. And he probably doesn't have a Facebook ad to. Uh, he no, he doesn't. That's that's he's one of those you know like like when there are like rock bands or comedians that just come out of nowhere and people are like you know how do they how come they're so successful because they're that good like yeah. if you're that good you don't need. You know, but you really have to be very, 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 very good because there's a lot of noise to cut through. But if you just put your head down and do your job, eventually, you know, word gets out. And especially if you're a mechanic, forget it. If you're yeah. a mechanic who doesn't cheat people, you know, you can work as much or as little as you want. Yeah, that's like when we used to have a uh, 
construction company and said, you know, we, if you're sober and, and show up, you got a leg up on half the, the competition. <laughs> and that brings me to the one thing that I did want to talk about just briefly. Um, now, I know this probably won't come out for another week, but I feel like it'll stay the same. Uh, the queen is dead. I don't oh, know if any, man. I don't know if anybody told you. If you, you haven't really heard yet. buried the lead there, Tony. If you haven't heard yet, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Um, I don't I don't care greatly about the queen one way. I don't care about anyone whose death could be in the news. Full stop. OK. Um, I mean, I don't want people to die, but I don't care more if you're dying is in the news. Is newsworthy. Yeah. Is newsworthy. You know, we lost another great one. We lose great ones all the time. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> what's particularly difficult, though, about when famous people die now is when you're a normal reporter and you're looking for things on the internet, oh, you right. can look for new stuff. But when you're a funeral reporter and you're looking for funeral trends and stuff and someone crazy famous dies, it's like, it's like having a week off. It's like, I'm going to have to make something up because no one is putting anything out that has to do with funerals. That's not somehow related to the queen being dead. Yeah. That's what happens when you, you're in you're in the uh, I don't know death business and yeah. the biggest biggest death happens. I, I, I definitely want to get over. I haven't I haven't spoken with uh, Susan Wimbro over at uh, Greyhound Books since I got my new job, but that's what she used to do. And I would love to go over and just say like, "Hey, tell me what I'm missing," because I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. She could she could give me all sorts of. Uh, all sorts of advice. You know how nice she is, right? We've talked oh about my her gosh, before. Yeah. yeah. Everyone in the entire funeral industry that I've met is genuinely like that. Really? Oh, that's it's great. Shocking. Yeah. I, I've said it before. To it's surprising people, that you got the job then. <laughs> Cause you're not nice. <laughs> no, 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 no. God, forget about it. I, uh, I, I wrote about this last week in the in the in the magazine, but I'll I'll I just want to mention I've covered all sorts of conferences. I've covered all sorts of industries. You, not your current current clients for sure, but you have had clients in the past who have the kind of contempt for their customers that makes you wonder why they bothered getting in the business before. There's always a couple. Yeah. No matter yeah. what the industry is. Yeah. There's not one, not mm -hmm. one. And I was here, I was all these funeral directors. They were all drunk. You know, we're hanging out and cause these are people who can't go to the local bar and get drunk, right? They can only get drunk at conferences because, right. you know, you don't want to see the guy who buried your dad hitting on your daughter or anything like that. Right. So, right. Um, that was terrible. I don't know why that came out, <laughs> but anyway, so, your so you know, this, hitting on go, your aunt. Yeah, that's fine. That's better somehow. <laughs> um, but so these, you know, everybody was very loose and everybody was just talking, and you know, they they were saying nothing but how can we make it easier when people's family die? Like mm. that is like their main thing. Like, what do we do to make people's lives easier when someone dies? And they feel that like for real. That's really what they believe. Yeah. for real when no one's looking you know when yeah. there's just some creep like me like you know sitting under the table with my tape recorder i'm not getting any not getting any dirt no at juice all. 
nothing. Yeah. Nothing. So it was very, 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 uh, you know. I mean, it is it is such an industry, uh, interesting industry. And uh, yeah, I would imagine that it is something that you have to have a, a passion for. It's not like it's not like just a box that you check off. It's like, oh, you know, uh, accountant, teacher, doctor, funeral director. It's not, you know, it, it's not in the list of like uh, things you want to grow up to be, I guess. Well, and that's the weird thing because it's not even like surgeon. Like to be a surgeon, you have to be able to treat a person like a piece of meat. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. And to be a funeral director, you have to be able to treat that piece of meat like it's still a person. Yeah. Even though it's a piece of meat and yeah. then go and speak with that piece of meat's family and treat right. them like people and try to help them with their grieving. And these people genuinely understand that and they take it so seriously. It's, it's been, it's been an inspiring journey for a old fucking cynic like me. <laughs> I like, but yeah, really they're assholes, right? They're like, no, yeah. they're just, they just don't understand and they're hurting. I'm like, yeah, but they're also assholes, right? <laughs> no, they're not also assholes. <laughs> they're just people who are having one of the worst days of their lives. Yeah, that's because they're assholes though, right? No, not, not budget. Man, that's fun though. Oh, yeah. No, I think it's, it's I think it's neat. Yeah, and it's 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 getting harder for me to be mean at work, so I have to be more mean on my on my off hours now. Well, it, you know, part of me wonders too is like if this will, uh, if this will spur the next book, uh, you know, the like murder mystery or uh, or under weird circumstances. But like you writing a book about people being nice in an industry just doesn't seem like yeah. That's no, that's I'm, I'm gonna. I'll continue to write awful things, I promise, and I'll continue to talk to psychopaths and awful people, I promise. That's but um, when I'm at work, I'm not, and it's it's just weird. Oh, good. That may, maybe it help, helps refuel you to be able to talk to psychopaths and assholes. I'm, I'm hoping so. I, I I haven't gotten back to writing yet. I'm still a little gun shy. Our newsletter that went out today was the first thing that I've written for pleasure, like this summer, like mm, really yeah. maybe in maybe in like two months. So uh, hopefully back to it. Maybe maybe I'll put up another blog next week. I was thinking I might start because I'm tired of tweeting as well. I'm tired of putting things on Facebook. I was thinking that I would just start emailing them to myself and um, putting them in the newsletter. Like these are the things that I was thinking this week. Yeah. And they're. Uh, well, I and we didn't. Even, we're we're going to run out of time, but we didn't even get to the breaking news that you had sent to me on a Monday morning. That, oh, that, that, that I'm so sorry. Put it smile on my face maybe we'll save that for next week we'll try to save it for next week i'll put it on a piece of paper and then when you when we call next week i'll look for that piece of paper and then give up and make things <laughs> up off the top of my head like i had to do this week i did have notes folks i just lost them sometime before the show started but we are out of time and i don't want to keep anybody including me uh so uh until i so anyway i got nothing else how about you i got nothing all right well until next time at the beach it's happy hour whenever you say it is